Hi, I'm Brady. So, um, uh, today as we read Two Bad Ants by Chris Van Ellsberg, um, uh, we will start a venture with 32 pages. So, let's start. Two Bad Ants. News traveled swiftly through the tunnels of an ant world. The scout had returned with a remarkable discovery, a beautiful sparkling crystal. When the scout presented the crystal to the ant queen, she took a small bite and quickly ate the entire thing. She deemed it the most delicious food she had ever tasted. Nothing could make her happier than to have more, much more. Ants understood. They were eager to gather more crystals because the queen was the mother of them all. Her happiness made the whole ant nest a happy place. It was late in the day when they departed. Long shadows stretched out from entrance to the ant kingdom. Once, one by one, the ants climbed out, following the scout, and made it clear there were many crystals in the first one, where it first had been found. But the journey was long and dangerous. They marched into the woods that surrounded their underground home. Dusk turned to twilight, twilight to night. They followed, twisted and turned, every bent leading them deeper into the dark forest. More than once, the line of ants stopped and anxiously listened for the sounds of hungry spiders. But all they heard was the call of crickets echoing through the the woods like distant thunder. Dew formed on the leaves above. Without warning, huge cold drops fell on the marching ants. Firefly passed overhead that for an instant lit up the woods with a blinding, blinding flash of blue-green light. By the edge of the forest stood a mountain. The ants looked up and could not see their its peak. It seemed to reach. It seemed to reach right to the heavens, but they did not stop. Up the side they climbed, higher and higher. The wind whistled through the cracks of the mountain's face. The ants could feel its force bending their delicate antennae. Um, the ants grew weak as they struggled upward. At last, they reached a ledge and crawled through a narrow tunnel. When the ants came out of the tunnel, they found their, themselves in a strange world. <coughs> Smells they had known all their lives. Smells of dirt and grass and rotting plants had vanished. No more wind at 
and more puzzling of all, most puzzling of all, it seemed that the sky was gone. They crossed smooth, shiny surfaces and then followed the scout up a glassy, curved wall. They had reached their goal. From the top of the wall, they looked below to a sea of crystals. One by one, the ants climbed down into the sparkling treasure. Quickly, they each chose a crystal, then turned to start a journey home. There was something about this unnatural place that made the ants nervous. In fact, they left in such a hurry that none of them noticed the two small ants who stayed behind. Why go back? One asked the other. This place may not feel like home, but look at all these crystals. You're, you're right. You're right. There. We can stay here and eat this tasty treasure every day forever. So the, so the two ants ate crystal after crystal until they were too full to move and fell asleep. Daylight came. The sleeping ants were unaware of changes taking place in their newfound home. Giant silver scoop hovered above them and plunged deep into the crystals and shoveled off both ants and crystals and carried them high into the air. The ants were wide awake when the scoop turned, dropping them from a frightening height. They tumbled through space in a shower of crystals and fell into a boiling brown lake. And giant scoop stirred, stirred violently back and forth. Crushing waves fell over the ants and paddled hard to keep their tiny heads above water. But the scoop kept spin, spinning the hot brown liquid. Around and around it went, creating a whirlpool that sunk the ants deeper and deeper. They both held their breath and finally bobbed to the surface, gasping for air and spinning mouthfuls of the terrible bitter water. And the lake tilted and began to empty into a cave. The ants could hear the rushing water and felt themselves pulled toward a pitch black hole. Suddenly the cave disappeared and the lake became calm. The ants swam to the shore and found that the lake had steep sides. They hurried down the walls that held back to the lake. Um, uh, afraid and insects looked for a place to hide, worried that the giant scoop might shovel them up again. Close by then they found close by they they found a huge round disc with holes can neatly hide them. <coughs> but as soon as they had climbed inside, their hiding place was lifted tilted and lowered into a dark space. Ants climbed out of the holes. They were surrounded by a strange red glow. It seemed to them that every second the temperature was rising. 
became, soon became so unbearably hot that they thought they would soon be cooked. But suddenly the disc they were standing on rocketed upward and the two hot ants went flying through the air. Whoosh! They landed near what seemed to be a fountain, a waterfall pouring from a silver tube. Both ants had a powerful first and longed to dip their feverish heads into their fur, the refreshing water, <clears throat> and quickly climbed along the tube. As they got closer to the rushing water, ants felt a cool spray. They tightly gripped the shiny surface of the fountain and slowly leaned their heads into a falling stream. The force of the war was much too strong. Tiny insects were pulled off the fountain and plunged down into a wet, dark chamber. They landed on half-eating fruit and other soggy things. Suddenly, the air was filled with loud, frightening sounds. The chamber began to spin. The ants were caught in a whirling storm of shredded food and stinging rain. Rain. Then, just as quickly as, as, it, as it started, noise and spinning stopped. Bruised and dizzy, ants climbed out of the chamber in daylight once again. Race through puddles up a smooth metal wall. In the distance, they saw something comforting. Two long, narrow holes that reminded them of the warmth and safety of their old underground home. Uh, they climbed up to dark openings, but there was, was no safety inside these holes. Strange force passed through the wet ants. They were stunned, senseless, and blown out of the holes like bullets from a gun. When they landed, the tiny insects were too exhausted to go on and crawled into a dark corner and fell fast asleep. Night had returned when the battered ants woke to a familiar sound. The footsteps of their fellow insects returning for more crystals. Two ants slipped quietly to the end of the line and climbed the glassy wall and once again stood amid the treasure. But this time they each chose a single crystal and followed their friends home. Standing at the edge of their ant hole, the two ants listened to the joyful sounds that came from below knew how grateful their mother queen would be when they gave her their crystals. At that moment, the two ants felt happier than they'd, eh, than they'd ever felt, felt before. This was their home. This was their family. This was where they were meant to be. Bye! I hope you liked our, my po- podcast. Goodbye!